We're back for Prop or Flop. And I got to be honest, I got preempted by the music there, right? That's when you always know you hit the big time when you got like the imaging that's thrown in where you're like, whoa, all right, this is news to me. So um, how do you handle and how do you approach the prop market, dude? Because there are times I was going through this last week with the Super Bowl where for me, who's normally a guy that bets sides, I bet totals, that's what I do. I'm going through these props. I'm like, holy moly, dude. This is like, no pun intended, overwhelming. No, it really is, JJ, especially like the week of the Super Bowl, man, because like you're looking for the props. Like if you're watching the game with your girl, you know, you're like, okay, I think the weekend's going to open up with Starboy. Here's a way that we can enjoy the game together. And here's a way that like if we lose, she'll know why I'm so miserable or like we could celebrate together. It's like a way that we could both get involved in the uh, in the betting market here while watching this game. But man, there's so many props. Like remember like when you first started playing props, it would be like, what color is the Gatorade going to be? Oh, I think it's going to be orange. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, over three touchdown passes. I, I like the under. Now, man, there's props for everything. Rushing totals and like, I, oh, I'm with you. Like, especially Super Bowl week, it gets a little overwhelming. You're trying to find the best value. Um, what's crazy about this NBA season, so I've never been big on NBA props just because, you know, there's so many examples of like, it's, it's, it's hard to kind of figure out like a game plan for a lot of these games. Like, okay, I love James Harden over 10 and a half assists every single night, but what if the Nets have a 20 point lead or what if they're getting blown out? He's probably not going to play as many minutes, or maybe he's going to look for a shot a little bit more and they're not going to run offensive sets. So I went away from props this season. I'm finding better value playing the props rather than sides and totals because it's so hard to handicap these games, man. Like, especially when we're on the air right now and it's 11.02, tip off for most of these games tonight, 7 p.m., 8 p.m., and, you know, a lot of times you don't know if somebody's going to play. And with COVID, the COVID protocols, it's been harder to handicap the sides and totals where I'm finding a lot of value in these props. And the good thing about the props is, you know, let's say, you know, Joel Embiid an hour before tip-off gets ruled out. I'm getting my prop money back, whereas if I lay it with the 76ers early on in the day and then Embiid's not going to play, you know, I, I'm not going to find any value trying to back the other side. So I've actually been hitting on these props, man. But again, I'm with you. It is overwhelming, especially like there's props for everything these days. Yeah, and kid. All right, let's run through a bunch of these games. We'll try to give you a prop. We'll see if it ends up being a flop. I'm going to start with my beloved New York Knickerbockers, who are a two-point home underdog tonight against the Atlanta Hawks. And right, I like Julius Randle over 21 and a half points. I know that sounds chalky. But Julius Randle's been getting buckets. Uh, I, I think he's going to be able to have his way with the Atlanta Hawks. I, I think that game will get up and down the court because of the style in which Atlanta wants to play. I know the Knicks want to slow it down a little bit. I know the Knicks are going to want to get Randle involved. Uh, I'm going to say he has a big night tonight. I'll take him over. I'm only laying 120 over a points bet. Chalky, but I like Randle over 21 and a half points. So it's funny that you bring that up, JJ, and this is a good start. We may have a lightning bet. We'll obviously get to those a little bit later on in the program. But uh, during that break, I went, poured myself a cup of coffee. I got an espresso maker, so threw a little bit of that in there. And guess what I did? I laid it as well with Julius Randle. I love it, man. Over 21 and a half points, got it at points bet. You know, he scored 20-plus points, JJ, in seven of his last eight games. He's averaging 22.9 points per game. His season average uh, overall, 22 per game. He's gone over 21 and a half points this season, 17 times Julius Randle has. You look at that roster, 
who else is going to score for him? I like the addition of Derrick Rose, like some of the younger players, but he's also scored uh, 28 points in the only matchup against Atlanta earlier this year. I'm with you, man. I'm making a one-unit play. Julius Randle over 21 and a half tonight. I love it. I'm going to have some fun in the Miami Clipper game. And, you know, sometimes with these props, we want to get cute. We want to roll the dice a little bit. We're going to roll the dice a little bit right now. You got Miami playing the Clippers, and I'm seeing Duncan Robinson right now. Over under threes made is a two and a half. And I think a lot of people are going to say, Duncan Robinson, guy knows how to hit the outside shot. Therefore, you take the over. There's no way in hell I'm laying minus 200 on a prop. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have a little fun tonight, and I'm going to root like crazy for the Clippers to play really good defense and frustrate Duncan Robinson and make sure that he is not going to get hot from beyond the arc. Why not? At plus 145, let's take a stab that he goes under two and a half, three pointers made. You like that or you think I'm getting a little too cute? No, you know what, man? I don't really like anything in this game as far as the side, as far as the total, but that prop, I'm glad that you brought that up. I'm with you. I'll go under. I mean, there's a lot of guys that could shoot the basketball on that team. Duncan Robinson, like the problem I got myself in is a lot of what I've done this year, JJ, as far as like the prop market is I kind of like based everything off the bubble and it hasn't been the same. Like you brought it up earlier with Jamal Murray, you know, Donovan Mitchell, some of those guys in the bubble, it was just a different style. It was like a playground game. I mean, there was a game in the bubble where we saw Austin Rivers score 40 points, bro. So like that was the thing, like Duncan Robinson, all bubble long. And then the first half of the season, I was going over and you know, I lost a lot of money doing that. I'm with you. I kind of like the under in this game. I think they're going to have somebody following them all night long. I can see him maybe hitting two. That's good value right there. Let's go under on that. I'm with you. All right. A game that I had circled because they lost on Saturday night, the Golden State Warriors, who are now a hefty nine-point favorite against the Cleveland Cavaliers. We got some news regarding Andre Drummond that we'll share in a little bit about the fact that he is done one play another game for the Cavs. And Maybe it's Toronto, maybe it's the Lakers, maybe it's the Nets, but he's going to be playing somewhere else very, very soon. Forget about all that for a minute. This is about Steph Curry. Steph Curry has been on fire for the better part of the last two months. I mean, he has basically willed that team. He has put himself in the category of front runners, you know, for the MVP, even though his team's only a couple of games over 500. No Quay Thompson. No Kevin Durant, as we know. He's a Brooklyn net. I'm seeing his prop total is at 30 and a half points. I think he absolutely torches the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight. 30 and a half with the way he can shoot the three ball. Coming off what was a rough night for Golden State against Brooklyn. All over that prop. It's high. 30 and a half is a lot. But when you could go and hit six or seven threes in a game, right? it's a lot easier to hit that number. Yep, that's one that I played already this morning. We're we're on the same page, which is actually Lock and scary, step, which is scary or really, really good for the audience. It's one exactly. or the other. Yeah. It's it's either gonna be real good or we're gonna wake up tomorrow morning and we're gonna be broke as hell and we're gonna be 0 and 7 on the prop market. Um, I actually, you know what? I like the under in this game a lot, but I love Steph Curry over. I actually played a Steph Curry MVP prop on the show on Friday because I got it 16 to 1. Now again, JJ, like most likely it's gonna be LeBron James or it's gonna be Jokic, maybe Kevin Durant doesn't have to do any more load management or doesn't find himself in the COVID protocol for the fourth time this season. He just goes off and he ends up winning it. Or maybe Donovan Mitchell goes on a tear and Utah ends up as the number one seed in the West and he wins MVP. 
I played the 16 to one with Steph Curry because since January 1st, if you look at his numbers, he's averaging over 30 points per game. He's doing it on 40% three point shooting, but also the rebound numbers have been there. He's averaging about six a game since January 1st, the assist. He's becoming more of a facilitator. Now, as far as a Cisco, I'm playing Draymond over every single night until that doesn't cash. Again, tonight I'll be on Draymond over on assists. Don't care what the total is. I'll be over rebounds and assists every single night. Uh, it's just I'm not fading it until I lose money on it. Draymond has been on fire as far as the assists and the rebounds this season on the overs. Uh, but with Steph Curry, I like the 16-1 to 1 MVP prop bet because let's say that the Warriors get hot and let's say they end up with the seventh or the eighth seed out West. Now, obviously you're going to look at the top teams. Like, you know, if, 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 if Utah finishes as the number one seed in the West, we'll make a case for Donovan Mitchell. If the Lakers run away with it and LeBron continues to do what he's done this season, he's going to win MVP. But I'm looking at value, something to root for, something to have fun with. LeBron plus 250, that's not fun, but a 16 to one bet, that's something to root for this NBA season. And I love Steph Curry. I also win this game, as crazy as this sounds, one and a half steal. I like the over with that as well. Cleveland does not do a good job taking care of the basketball. So I'm with you on the uh, Steph Curry over tonight. Yeah, listen, 16 to 1. That's definitely a, a prop that is, you know, a little juicy down the road. Prop future. It's really more a future than a prop, but who's keeping score at home? All right, this is one probably near and dear to your heart, although I don't think you're going to like me for it tonight. I think the Indiana Pacers are going to get in the grill of Zach Levine a little bit. I'm seeing his point total. And I know he's had a great year for the Chicago Bulls. It's high, though. It's a 29 and a half for tonight. I'm going under here. I, I think, you know, it could be a rough shooting night for Levine. I I'll see him around 22, 23 points. I'm going under. I've been giving overs out like there's no tomorrow. Right? I almost feel like I got to be fair and balanced now and give you an under. So I'm going to go player, point total, under, 29 and a half for Levine. I love that. I love that play. I may join you on that one. I'm also playing Zach Levine, but I'm actually taking it over. It's not the points. It's not the assists. I'm going with the rebounds, man. I'm going over five and a half boards. It's a little juiced right now over on points bet. Minus 120, I think I saw it when I played it this morning, but it's the first prop that I actually played today. So he's averaging five points. Uh, I'm sorry, five boards per game. Uh, he's had nine boards. He had nine boards against the Clippers. He had seven boards against the Pelicans this weekend. I, I agree. I think he's going to struggle a little bit to score the basketball tonight. Indiana, really good defensive team. But I like the rebounds. Over five and a half boards for Zach tonight. Again, a little juice, minus 120. I think he finishes with six or seven boards. It may be a bet that we sweat out in the fourth quarter, as long as they don't get blown out. That's the only concern I have. Foul trouble, because he does get himself in foul trouble every once in a while. And then this game being a blowout. But if it's a close game like I expect, and I do think that the Bulls cover the spread, Maybe that's my lightning bet. I like Zach over on the rebounds tonight. Five and a half, juiced minus 120. Now, we have the Rockets taking on the Wizards, which is obviously a game of significance because of the fact that, well, John Wall going up against his long, you know, time team. He was a wizard for a long time. He did not exactly have a graceful exit with Washington. And normally, I don't know if you feel the same way, I like these sort of guys in these sort of revenge spots. Now, sometimes you put a little bit too much pressure on yourself if there's a crowd or whatnot, but I get the sense John Wall's going to look to put on a show. His assist total, seven and a half for tonight. I think he's going to be on his game facilitating. I'm going over seven and a half. That's a seven o'clock Eastern game. Something we can have some fun with, some juice with right out of the gate. I'll go over assist Wall at seven and a half.
Yeah, yeah. I thought that that was low. I thought that that total was actually low. I thought it was going to be like eight, eight and a half. I'm with you. I love these revenge spots, man. Everybody says it's cliche on my radio show. Everybody always gives me crap. But I mean, I think there's something there. I'm with you. And especially the way that it all ended for John Wall. Like I honestly, JJ, I didn't know if he was ever going to play basketball again. I kind of find myself as crazy as it sounds like rooting for that team. I'm rooting for DeMarcus Cousins, a guy that how many, it was injury after injury. You didn't think he was ever going to be the same type of player. And he's not, but he's still a serviceable NBA player. And then John Wall has been impressive this year. So I'm with you. I really like that. I probably want to touch the points, probably want to touch the rebounds. I think the assists. I think you're finding really good value there. I think it's maybe one assist uh, too low as far as the value. So I'm going over with you. This one almost sounds too good to be true. I'm seeing this. It's like one of these like correlated parlays over on points bet. John Wall to get 10 assists and a rocket win. Is it plus 450 tonight? Ooh, that's that's kind of juicy. I mean, it almost seems too good to be true. Uh, but, you know, I think 10 assists is doable. We like the over with the prop. If you like the Rockets to go and win that game as a one-point road underdog, plus 450 right there. Mm, mm. I, honestly, I think that I think that's a fun one to take a stab at. Like if you look at this game, especially like if you look at the uh the side of this game, so Washington on the, I guess we'll call it the look ahead line. I'm still in like NFL mode, man. Always, but of course. They, they opened up and Washington was one and a half point favorites in this game. And weirdly enough, 51% of the bets are coming in on Washington, JJ. So everybody likes the Wizards at home, despite the fact they're a 7-17 seven and 17 team, taking on an 11-15 Rockets team. So again, the Rockets aren't great by any means. But one and a half points they were favored by Washington when I looked at that last night around like 11 p.m. 51% of the bets on the Wizards. Yet as we look, now the Rockets are one-point favorites. I like I it. Sharp money going with the Houston Rockets tonight. We always like those sort of trends, at least in this household, right? I don't know if you're a subscriber to that sort of, you know, reverse line movement way of thinking. I always, in the NFL especially, or in college basketball, I see a line like that moving in a certain direction. That's an automatic play for me. And one last note before we wrap this up. If Andre Drummond goes to the Toronto Raptors, yeah. Do you look at them in a different light? I don't, to be honest with you. To me, the team that changes the most with Drummond going there would be the Brooklyn Nets without hesitation. Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, Brooklyn, that's what they need. They need a rim protector, and they need another big man because I just don't know DeAndre Jordan on the floor with those three uh, iso-type players. I don't know that that's the perfect fit. I'm with you. If Drummond goes to Brooklyn, I'm all over those futures. I'm laying even more. I don't think it does anything for Toronto, to be quite honest. And I'm out on Toronto. Good regular season team, but I just I don't think they got the horses in the playoffs, man. We learned that last year. Listen, good year. Went up against the Boston Celtics. Couldn't get it done in the second round. We got more NBA Futures Talk to get to. Vic Chucksy is going to join us. It is BetQL Daily. JJ, Ryan Horvat, right here on the BetQL Audio Network.